You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. First Timothy chapter 2, and I'm not going to have you stand. I'm going to just jump right in. Uh, I've only got 45 minutes left, and so, just kidding. All right, so anyway, just a few minutes here, uh, but I do want to, to just get in and look at some scripture here that will help us in this area of prayer. You know, prayer is something that we all know we're supposed to do. Prayer is something that if we ask you to pray, that on, on a whole, you would be able to pray. But that doesn't mean that we pray. You know, we can pray for our food. And we can pray at church. And we can, we can do many other things in our life and talk to the Lord. The Bible says that we are to pray without ceasing. And there ought to be a, a normal communication between the believer and God. But there is an expectation from God that his people will talk to him. Second Timothy or First Timothy chapter two and verse number one says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is the good for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity, uh, I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. You know, it is God's plan for God's people to pray. Any relationship that is going to be close is a relationship that is built on communication and built on truth. And without truth and without communication, there is no relationship. And you know, when we come before God, he said we have one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. You know, aren't you glad we don't have to go to a, a telephone booth to pray to God? We don't have to come to somebody else that calls himself father and dresses like mother and, uh, and ask him to absolve us of our sins. We can co go directly to God. You know, we don't need anybody to go before the Lord. You don't need a pastor uh, to be able to enter into the presence of God. You and I have access to God because of what Christ has done. That middle wall of partition has been removed. Uh, when Christ died on the cross, that veil was rent. There is no difference between the holy place and the holy of holies. Why? Uh, all of us have access into the very presence of God because of what Jesus Christ has done. And that is 
is a wonderful thing. But do we avail ourselves of that? It's one thing to have access, it's something else to do. It's one thing to have the knowledge, it's something else to use that knowledge to accomplish something. I have knowledge of what, these, what the notes are on that piano. I can look at the music, I can look at the keys, I can tell you what note is what. I'm glad there's only seven, and, uh, and the sharps and the flats, but, uh, you know, I, I, I know the octaves, and I can, I can look at that, but it doesn't mean that I can play the piano. And just because we know about prayer doesn't mean that we can pray. You know, there's a difference between knowing about God and knowing God. You know, there are a lot of things that I don't think that we don't pray because we don't want to pray. I think a lot of times we have so many insecurities that we feel like we don't have a right to pray. But Christ took all those away. He removed them. And, and the opportunity that we have for prayer is something that God wants. When we look in the book of Genesis, go to Genesis chapter 3. What we'll find here is we will find that when God made man, immediately we find an interaction between God and man. We find that there was, there was a time when God met with his creation, when he met uh, with Adam uh, in Genesis. Uh, let's see here. Uh, go to chapter 3, verse number 6. It says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of both of, of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. What do we find here? We find that there was a time where God went to meet with his creation. And because of sin... They hid themselves. You know, I wonder why it is that we don't want to come before God. Is there something between my soul and the Savior? We sing the song, nothing between my soul and the Savior. Not of this world. Nothing preventing the least of his favor. I am losing those, uh, those, uh, those stanzas there. Uh, but nothing between my soul and the Savior. You know, you and I, when we come before God, 
when as a child of God, every sin has the, every sin, the penalty of our sin has been removed. But when we are engaged in things that we know he does not want, that sin is going to separate us. Sin, sin and things that we know that God is not in favor with will put a wall there. It will, it will create, and, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that each person has that uh, they keep coming, bef- become, coming between them uh, and the Lord. But we do know that sin. Uh, the Bible says in Isaiah 59, he said, Your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from thee that he will not hear. Uh, Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. Uh, these, these verses, uh, they're, they're just shedding light on the fact that if we have things in our life, it is going to remove us uh, from coming before the Lord. Here, what was it that Adam and Eve had done? They took a piece of fruit. They didn't kill anybody. You know, even our sins, it might not be murder, and it might not be immorality, and it might not be something that we, we would classify as a terrible sin. But when we have allowed things in our life that we know God is not pleased with, it doesn't have to be something big. It stops us from coming into His presence because we don't want to deal with our sin. We don't want to deal with it. And when we come before a holy God, there is no way for us to come before a holy God without there being revelation of things that the light of truth coming into our own mind and heart revealing things that are not right. And if we are knowingly living in an and and disobedience to the Lord, there's going to be a separation. So let me ask you tonight. Uh, you know, the title of the message is "Please Pray." But uh, you know, as we are as we are looking into this area of prayer, is there is there something in our life that we know is that? divider because sin is going to separate brother david and i were talking on the way down to the capital maybe it was on the way back but psalm 139 he said search me O david said search me O god and know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Our hearts are desperately wicked, and whether or not we want to to uh, face it, we are sinful. We're sinful, and there are things going on in our life that we might not recognize. We we need to ask the Lord to show us. Hey, if there's something that's wrong, show me. I need to. I want to know. I want to make sure that there isn't anything between me uh, and the Lord. And and each of us need to have uh, that uh, uh, that mindset. Uh, but what we find is that uh, sin uh, will separate when we know we are living wrong. Those sins of 
omission, those sins of commission, sins of things that we know we're supposed to do but we don't want to do. Uh, that is, that's going to stop us from coming into the presence of God. The sins of commission where we are doing things that we know that the Lord doesn't want us to do. Uh, the Holy Spirit of God lives inside the believer and He will convince us of sin. He will convict us of sin. And here we, is there something going on over here? A bug? It's just a bug. It's a bug. Everybody's seen a bug. All right, so everybody look this way real quick. Okay, now we're good. We're done looking at a bug. Okay, uh, no, we're not done. Everybody's looking at it. I see the eyes all of a sudden go up. It's like, okay, all right. And so uh, here, 1 Timothy 2.8, I will therefore that men pray everywhere the men pray everywhere and we need to we just need to be a people of prayer we need to be a people that uh, we are recognizing our need for god our need to come before god and and we look around at the world uh, that we live in we look at our own lives we look at the people that we love the people that we serve the lord alongside people in our church uh, uh, we we see so many needs that people have uh, we should be bringing them before the lord we should be lifting them up in prayer uh, bringing them before God. Uh, he said in verse number one and two uh, that, uh, uh, that we should uh, pray, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions. So uh, first of all, supplications uh, and prayers, those intercessions, giving of thanks, be made for all men. You know, here you have uh, in these prayers, you have uh, some things that the Lord is wanting uh, us to do. Uh, supplication, coming to somebody uh, on behalf of them in interceding uh, on their behalf, uh, giving thanks. Uh, and he says that we are to be giving thanks for all men. There are a lot of people that we can give thanks for. You know, I'm so thankful. I, uh, Brother Brother Campbell, Brandon Campbell from Wheatland came uh, this morning and preached in chapel uh, for the kids. I'm so thankful we've got uh, uh, some great preachers around here and pastors and churches and uh, Brother, uh, Brother Callahan over in Yuba City and, yep, he's still there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that there are other co-laborers that are serving, and uh, what a blessing. Uh, you know, we're not in this competition. I'm not uh, hoping that they fail so I succeed. I'm hoping that they succeed and God uses them. Uh, there are so many things that uh, we need to be giving thanks for what God has done, uh, and, and God brings people into our lives. We need to be lifting them up. We need to be praying for them uh, and asking the Lord to work in their lives and to give them grace and help. And as we pray for them, what we'll find is God will impress on us to do something to help. You know, I think about the Warners, and, I, and there's many others, but uh, just, just think about the Warners. Brother Dustin is deployed. We are their family. And I'm not just saying that uh, as as an acronym, or just saying that as uh, you know, as a as a uh, as Christians that we're we're family, we are part of the family of God. But but the reality is, who else does she have? We are their family. And you know what? We need to be taking care of them, checking on, coming alongside, 
helping. And I've seen that already, and so many have been uh, checking. And you see that over and over again, but that's how it ought to be. But if we're not even stopping and thinking about people enough to pray for them, we're not going to recognize their needs. We're not going to recognize the struggles that they're facing. We're not going to see something that the Lord might impress upon us to do something for them, to help them. Uh, it it helps us as we are praying for somebody else. Not only does it help us to think about others and to come before the Lord, it gives the Lord that opportunity, that entrance to help impress, our, impress us to do something. Don't we want God to lead us in our life? We want Him to be engaged. But if we're not talking to Him, it's not going to happen. We'll just keep going about our day We'll keep going about our business, and everybody else is on their own, and we'll take care of me and mine. That's not God's plan. And so here we just see this, this great need uh, to pray. And as a church family, this week, let me, let me beg you, spend some time in prayer. Before you go to bed tonight, stop and just tell the Lord you love Him. Thank Him for what He has done for you and your family. And then ask Him to do something for somebody else. Think about some of these people that we just brought before you. And there are so many others. And you could just start thinking about the people that we go to church with and family and friends and co-workers, people that, that need to get saved. There are so many things to be in prayer about, but we need to be a people of prayer. Our world is falling apart, and we are here for such a time as this. It's not on accident that we are living in these days. And with that, there is a job that he wants us to do. So... Let's not let it slide. Let's not let it pass by. Let's not get to the end of our life and think, man, I wish I'd have done something. Let's, let's be a people who are praying, who pray. Father, I do pray that you'd help us. Lord, we have, we have uh, been blessed beyond measure in so many ways. And we come before you tonight just thankful for all that you have done in our lives. Uh, Lord, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for uh, the salvation that you have freely offered. Thank you for the Spirit of God that works in the hearts of the believers to convict us, to lead us, to guide us into all truth. And, and then, Lord, I pray that you would help us to just be sensitive to your leading in our lives. And, Lord, we're not going to reach everybody, and we can't do everything, but, Lord, we can do something. And I pray that you would help us to be a vessel, a tool that you use uh, to be a help to your people. Lord, a tool, a vessel to be used to, uh, to share the good news of the gospel with uh, someone who has never heard. Uh, Lord, someone to be able to come alongside uh, those that are discouraged and in despair and brokenhearted. Uh, Lord, help us to be able to have that, uh, that love and that care, the compassion Help us, Lord, to be able to come alongside with uh, just a, uh, an encouraging word and uh, some time uh, uh, investing in that uh, uh, by bringing them before you in prayer. Lord, I pray that you would just help us. 
uh, Lord, Bible Baptist Church, this group of believers help us to be a people of prayer. And so bless us, Lord, as we travel our own direction, as we head home, uh, watch over us, bring us back safely. Uh, but Lord, until we see you, help us just to be uh, engaged and involved in your kingdom and your service. Uh, help us, Lord, to be the light that we need to be, the salt that we need to be as we are going about our day. And so bless us now as we head, head home. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen. All right. God bless you. I love you. Uh, see you next week. See you Sunday. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.